One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Now, whilst lockdown was challenging for all of us, many women and children have been suffering from domestic attacks during this period. And Gardaí have reported a 25 to 30 percent increase in domestic abuse cases. That's just of what we know. With the easing of the lockdown restrictions, domestic abuse support services are now reporting a huge surge in requests for help. Now, Critical Loud, which is a partnership between Loud Volunteer Centre, Safe Ireland, local skate troops in Drogheda and Dundalk and St. Patrick's Cathedral in Dublin was launched recently to support this surge in requests for assistance from domestic abuse support services. And this weekend, the first Critical Awareness and Donation Drive Day is taking place and the volunteers need your support. Joining me now to tell us more about this is Grania Beryl, Manager with the Loud Volunteer Centre. How are you doing, Grania? I'm great today. Thanks a million for having me on to talk about this really important project. Absolutely, it really is because, you know, we're all hearing the reports about the increase in domestic abuse cases during lockdown. A lot of pressure on organisations offering support to victims of domestic abuse. Places like Drogheda, Women's Aid, Dundalk Women's Aid, they're experiencing huge surges in requests for help. They are indeed. Obviously, people have heard reports in the news and so on, but it is something that certainly um, in our local area as well. Just to say, Critical, it was originally set up in Dublin by our colleague volunteer centres in Dublin and Wicklow and, and St. Patrick's Cathedral in Safe Ireland. So um, they actually did a couple of big donation drives in June. And they actually supported um, local refuges, uh, Drada Women's Refuge and Women's Aid Dundalk. And we realised then, well, actually, there's a great need here locally. So through Safe Island, Island, we linked up with those two services as well and kind of got a picture of what their needs are at a local level. And they're services that were already stretched, you know, mm. without experiencing massive surge in need for supports. Um, so we're delighted to kind of step in and hopefully to direct some practical supports to them and take some pressure off them in a way because we're kind of coordinating and managing um, the project of which there's three elements to it. So you mentioned there the, the, the donation drive, which is one element to it, which is happening this weekend. And, you know, that is kind of a targeted and managed donation drive. So uh it's an element of providing dignity to those who are accessing services. So just as an example, um, local refuges would have said that they really need things like new towel packs. So, you know, many of the people fleeing domestic abuse situations, and, and I'm not an expert in the domestic abuse side of things, I have to say, but certainly in doing this um, project, it's been a real eye opener. Many people, they literally have the clothes on their back, yeah, yeah. you know, and and um, this project is about the community wrapping their arms around these women and families and go, that is a very brave thing that you've done. And we all support you. And having the, those uh, services, having the resources to support those women in, in creating a safe space for them. So on a very practical level, it could be things like towels. Yes, you know, yes. You know, new towels. I mean, we wouldn't expect to have secondhand towels handed to us. Do you know, do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's actually giving somebody the respect and dignity that they deserve when they have taken that really courageous step. On Saturday the 11th, 
we've partnered with Scouting Ireland Louds and, and they're actually going to coordinate the collection of the donations. Um, and so it's St. Patrick's Scouts in Dundalk and St. Oliver's Scouts in Drada. And um, they're basically, there's, there's items like, you know, home starter packs. So, which is very basic stuff like washing up liquids and detergent for clothes and clothes pegs and towels, you know, really practical things. Yeah, because we have to, we have to remember, as you're, as you're saying, they literally have nothing and they're trying to rebuild their lives somewhere else now. So, you know, everything, everything and anything that people can think of new products as well. I suppose we have to stress that as well, that people might need. This is, this is what we need to donate. But in terms of loud, um, critical, now this just launched, launched last week tell me more about this because um, essentially it's a group of uh, community community groups that's already in Loud that are coming together and it's all on the back of Critical which was set up in Dublin Exactly that's exactly it so it is it's a community response team call that's where the Critical name came from and it's the community responding to this surge in need for uh, services locally, so Drada Women's Refuge, Women's and Children's Refuge and Women's Aid Dundalk and, and I suppose the gaps that have emerged as a result of this surge in support that they've had to provide. And I suppose in terms of Loud Volunteer Centre, we have quite a lot of experience in volunteer management um, and this is a very managed and coordinated drive. So you said, you know, anything and everything that people can think of. So when people are, if they're interested in supporting it and they register with ourselves and we let them know what types of things we're looking for and we're managing, managing that on a constant basis. So, um, you know, if we see an awful lot of people uh, offering, let's say, um, back to school supply packs, mm. we might start directing people towards the um, home starter packs because right now that's actually what's needed. Okay. Um, we're in constant com- uh, communication with the refugees and we're kind of channeling if, if we get special requests we're channeling, channeling that to them and identifying if, the, if it's useful to them and if it's not we maybe might offer it to the other service in the county and if it's not useful there we might offer it to the nationals you know so we're kind of it won't you know, go they're not waste. receiving yeah. it won't go but, but also the refugees are not receiving things that they actually don't really need it's very yeah. coordinated also we're coordinating because obviously we still have to be mindful of things like COVID-19 so we are actually, it's, you know, it's not people can just throw up and donate whenever they want. We're giving people time slots. Mm-hmm. We're coordinating that side of things as well. So, you know, that um, it's managed in terms of the deliveries to the donation centre and that as well. So when you register with us, you say what it is you'd like to donate. We, you, you pick your own time slot and we'll manage that, you know. Um, and this stuff is needed right now. That's okay. the other thing to okay. say. Okay, so you know, it, it, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, obviously, domestic violence hasn't, or domestic abuse hasn't happened just because of critic, uh, sorry, of COVID nineteen, mm-hmm. but it hasn't. It, it, there has been a surge in need as a result, and there's pressure on. Um, our local support services as a result so so this stuff is needed right now so that's why we're going for this Saturday and we know it's kind of a short turnaround but you know we want to see if we can get as much as possible for those services right now so that they have the materials that they actually need to provide for the women who are accessing their services And as you but, say there you can go on you can check exactly what, what you're looking for uh, in terms yeah. of donations and that kind of thing Now what I love as well is that you guys um, are hoping because I know we chatted about this you know at the start of the, the uh, lockdown and everything you had a huge huge amount of volunteers that came forward that wanted to help and they were thinking how am I going to help from home and all of that this is a great idea you want people to help by writing letters to victims of domestic abuse tell me about this part of it yeah this is lovely this is letters of hope and courage and it's letters of encouragement 
for, again, I keep using like people who take that courageous step to leave an abusive situation. And it's, I suppose it's, it's again around the safe haven piece. It's creating safe havens for them. So we, um, again, people can come and register on our system for that. And essentially people are asked to, it could be a piece of art. It could be a little message of support. It could be directed at um, the woman who, who has taken that step or maybe the children in the family who, ta- you know, who are there with yeah. her as well. St. Patrick's Cathedral and the Community Development Officer there was one of the people who set up this initiative and basically they kind of screen all of the the letters of hope and courage that come in and then they're directed to the people who they would be most appropriate for. So again, it's taken some of the pressure off the refugees themselves. The refugees will say, well, we have, you know, let's just imagine a family where it's a woman and her 17-year-old daughter and her 10-year-old son, just as, you know, just as an example. And and, um, Kelly, who's the community development officer in St. Patrick's Cathedral, would say, oh, we've got a gorgeous letter here that would be perfect for that person. And then that person receives that message of support. And this has been going on in um, Dublin since the 3rd of June. And those letters, those messages, we've gotten, we've heard fabulous feedback around it. And how, again, it's that wrap around, it's creating a safe haven. It's our communities as a safe haven for women who've been leaving, who are leaving terrible situations. Now, you also have another aspect to this because you're looking for a safe haven for some of these women as well because as we're mentioning at the outside of this, the domestic support services are very, very stretched. They don't, they have limited capacity in terms of, you know, accommodating people for a short period of time or whatever it might be. So that's where we can also help as well by providing a safe haven. Yeah, and this is the really in- interesting third strand to the project, actually. And um, again, people can access this through our uh, website, and um, but it's actually been directly managed by Safe Ireland. What they're really looking for is a self-contained property, and this can be anywhere in Ireland. So it could be somebody maybe with a holiday home who's not using it quite so much because of um, the current crisis, you know, or it could be, yeah. you know, somebody had an Airbnb and it's not being used at the moment. Uh, it could be a second property for whatever reason that's maybe not being let out. And and these properties can be offered on a short term, which would be about two weeks, medium term, which would be three months and longer term basis. Um, and it's actually that the pressure, it's that emergency provision of accommodation mm. that because most of the our refuges and most of the services who support um, domestic abuse victims were already stretched and full. So the refuges are full anyway. Some of them, their their capacity has been reduced as a result of COVID because you have to put social distancing guidelines in and so on. So um, it's in that, like, so somebody is leaving and it is, I, I'm using the word emergency, but it's it's quick we need somewhere right now type thing you know and it's very closely and very carefully managed by safe ireland so if somebody was considering this and that maybe they would register on our system and their details would be conveyed to lisa and safe ireland and she would communicate with them and there's actually they have a development officer who would uh coordinate with the owner of the property and discuss what would happen you know and it's very carefully managed by them and but it would make like if somebody did have a property like that it would make such a difference yeah like yeah. you know all of the details of all aspects of critical they should go to volunteer loud to find out more exactly volunteer loud.ie um our office in uh, our 0419809008 number people can call um just from one o'clock today and it will be open till five and then nine to five tomorrow and uh friday or maybe email us info at volunteer loud.ie Grania, it sounds like a fantastic drive and support for these women who have taken that brave step to leave thank you so so much for joining me on the show and- today Thanks a million for having me, Sinead. And I hope people do get behind it because, as you said, it's so important. It's, it's, it's really vital.